any ideas? Welcome to our Weeb There Yet, an exploration and education in anime. I'm your anime idiot, Patrick Dugan. I'm an anime expert, Dana Hollander. And I'm Brennan McCullough, your anime smut peddler. I got what the depraved craved. You got what I need? What do you, what do you want? Tig old biddies? Got them. Secretary fetish? Got it. Fuda? Got it. Tentacles? Huh? Got it. Slime? Got it. Hold on. I'm bone scared. It, we own oh, it. No. Slow down. This slow is down. too much right at I the top. I needed you to stop at secretary fetish, because that's not something I've ever, like, heard before. No? I mean, like, I guess it's a thing, but you mean, like, it's a, a tr- boss and a secretary? Yeah, it's like the power dynamic. It's like the teacher and the student. But why did you go with the secretary before you went with the student? Because he's got uh-huh. he's got all all the rare stuff, all the fun stuff. Oh. He's because uh, he's got to point out the gems. the things that aren't moving. I got Fuda, I got tentacles, and I got slime. I don't have statutory rape. I have standards. You got, oh, do you have clowns? <laughs> no, fresh out of clowns. It's it like we have them. They're just sold out right now. They're, something happened. They're real popular right now. I can't keep them on the shelves. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> we yeah. got a new shipment coming down from Maine soon. Ah, I love these jokes. <laughs> Finally, good jokes on this podcast. Finally, jokes that uh, I jokes about things that. that I actually like. Uh, Brendan, I hear you're releasing sins on us today. What's going on? <laughs> I'm releasing my good, good book of horrible, horrible monstrosities. <laughs> it is Monster Masume. This is one I've yeah. I've had in the chamber for quite some while, and I just. I wanted a good time to unload it, and you know what? There's no good time for this. It's just happening. Where if you no ask time than anyone the on the internet, uh, we're in the spooky season. It is mid-September, after all. Oh, so we got we gotta get into the uh, monster stuff. Yes, that's why I yeah, did it. I yeah. so. <laughs> it's, it's all yeah. a theme, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, totally not because we haven't seen some big. Floppy anime titties in a while. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's I've said it before and I'll say it again. This isn't this show isn't about watching all of the good anime. This is about the full anime experience. <laughs> and we need smut. Uh, your favorite sure thing do. to bring to uh, anime <laughs> show and tell. It's <laughs> the reason I'm not allowed at that school anymore. <laughs> it's also because I'm 28. <laughs> Valid. Uh, so yeah, yeah what also mm-hmm. what yep. what is your experience with this show brendan i'm afraid to ask but where did you oh learn? i watched it i watched it <laughs> <laughs> it got re- like it got real popular on the internet because it's sexual and depraved so it got passed around real quick like when it got came out and i was just like eh, this seems like a fun romp and i just got a lot of free time in college and i watched it <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, and this came out uh, 2016, I believe. Uh, so, oh, I wasn't in college. Really? Oh. What was my oh, excuse? Then? Let me. My. I'm just a pervert. That's why I watched it. I don't know why I thought this was older. I thought it had been around. 
Let me double I check the internet. Oh, sorry. Uh, manga came out 2012. Anime series 2015. Uh, I believe okay. dubbed mm. 2016. Oh, oh the gotcha. DVD was released 2016, but it was available earlier. Oh, uh, okay. Mm. Uh, but yeah. Can't believe Filthy there's a smart. dub. Oh, yeah. And it's <laughs> it's uh. one of those things where it's like, it shouldn't be getting as much as much attention as it is. Like, <laughs> more people don't need to see this, but you got jackasses <laughs> like me spreading it around. <laughs> so I was going to say, fault. you're making us watch it. Yeah, it's like an anime chain letter. <laughs> Uh, Dana, <laughs> uh, do you know anything about this show? Please tell me no. Please. I know things about <laughs> it. Throw someone on this. <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> nope, I know things about it, but I haven't watched it. But I'm very excited to watch it because I love Monster Girls and I love Smut. So <laughs> yeah. Uh, 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 me, your your Puritan baby, uh, will <laughs> will have 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 fun watching this. Tighten that buckle on your be hat. An experience. Uh, it's gonna be a wild ride. <laughs> well, oh, so uh, uh, we're gonna watch episodes one, two, and eight. Uh, yeah. Well, when we get to it, we'll ask why specifically you chose that. I assume some deviousness <laughs> that you enjoy. Oh, there's a there's a reason <laughs> for sure. Uh, but yeah, shall. Uh, shall we do the mash? What mash, Dugan? The monster mash. It, I believe it'll of be course. a graveyard. is this horny D&D campaign in here? <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, every D&D campaign is horny. If it's not, you're not doing it right. Uh, Brendan, you done it again. Yeah. You, <laughs> you done gave me some bullshit. <laughs> Did it awaken anything in you? Did it stir anything up? Uh, it, it stirred me out of my chair to, uh, uh, find a new city to live in, away from you. <laughs> wow. <laughs> just, just burning this bridge, get out. <laughs> well, <laughs> I've, I've done all I can for humanity in this town. I gotta keep on shuffling down the road. <laughs> Time to start a different anime podcast somewhere else. <laughs> a nice clean... A Christian anime podcast. We watch Hamtaro and Hamtaro only. Oh, wait till we get to the hamster <laughs> monster girl. Oh, fuck. That's episode 12. Fuck. Is that a real thing? <laughs> no. But like, I would give it like surprised. a year. It might be. Like, it isn't right now. But like, you know, there are some sexy hamsters out there. Mm. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> shall we get into this? <laughs> sure. You made me yes. the- today. So I'm... Uh, upset with you that I need I to wonder- be the first one to introduce some <laughs> concepts. <laughs> if I, knew, I knew if I let you wait till the last episode, you'd be off the rails already and just have none of it. So I was like, let, uh, keep me focused, keep done me over. on track. That's why yeah. you're here. <laughs> My handler. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like Dana's our handlers. I shouldn't be a handler. I'm flattered, thank you. <laughs> Dana is the glue also, holding true. us together. <laughs> uh, so, I'm I'm putting this off. Let's just dive right in, shall we? 
Episode one. Episode yes. one. Uh, we see a boy wake up in bed next to a girl. Um, Ooh. This boy, uh, I think we only hear his real name like once. I, I just called him main character. Do I we ever? I didn't bother. I th- you can keep yeah. hearing it like really early in the first episode and then that's it. Because yeah. everyone gives him like nicknames. Oh. Yeah. First episode, yeah, we get it. calling him Darling. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They all... Well, we'll get into it, but he has pet names. <laughs> but uh, mm-hmm. the main character uh, wakes up next to a girl and is like, "Hey, Mia, time to wake up." And then we pan down the bed, and she got a big old snake body. And I'm mm, uh, yeah. sneeple, 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 very sneeple. mad. We have a D and D campaign where <laughs> there are uh, yonti snake people. And uh, you done you done them dirty, you done them hey, dirty by putting you know this into our brains. How I feel about Sneeple. Uh, Dana gets the Sneeple in D and D. I get the Sneeple in anime. It's the deal we worked out when we met. <laughs> and I get the Sneeple in death. As soon as we met. Uh, so yeah, the snake lady wakes up and is like, "I'm so cold. Let me steal your warmth, honey." And uh, mm-hmm. just uh, uh, wraps around him and starts restricting him and squeezing the life out of him, uh, looking for them warm cuddles. And yeah. and he's dying, of course. I do this to Paul every morning. <laughs> you strangle him? Just kidding. We don't live together. <laughs> no, suck his warmth off. Uh. Just. I mean, it- he's very warm, and I am not. It uh. it's what keeps him alive being away. <laughs> Otherwise, he would. <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> so uh, uh, she's cuddling, squeezing the life out of him, and uh, he's like reaching around trying to break free, uh, and grabs the tip of her tail, and Ooh. she's like, "Oh, my tail! What are you gonna do with that?" And start, he starts jerking it off, of course. <laughs> Literally not even opening credits and we're, we're jerking off a snake. Yeah. It's so sensitive. I gotta say, I, I knew what this show was, but I wasn't expecting this to happen. <laughs> like I'm going in hot. We're so not beating around quickly. the bush here. Uh, so, yeah, she comes and uh, releases him. I also wasn't expecting that. Yeah. Like, I wasn't <laughs> expecting it to be, like, flat out, like, I am coming. <laughs> I Hello, it, was just it is like, I. It feels Mia, so good, I am darling. Coming. Ooh. <laughs> there's, no, there's no subtlety. I thought she was just going to, like, writhe around until she loosened up. But no. No. It happened. Yeah. Yeah, uh, there's a full finish. Also, her titties are out, so yeah, we uh, titties that, out. It's what? one of those shows too. I'll just say caveat, like up top, if we're talking about the Monster Girls, gonna say like a good seventy percent chance the titties are out. Like, yeah, if we address it every time, <laughs> we're gonna be just saying a lot. So just like assume the titties are almost always out. Yeah, like <laughs> if they're out in public, there's still a fifty fifty percent chance. Uh, maybe even a little. Oh yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, uh, perhaps he he <laughs> slinks away, uh, sets up a bath for her, uh, talking about how he had to rebuild his house for Mia to live with him. Uh, of course, she comes into the bath nude. He gets an anime nosebleed because <laughs> he's way too horny. Uh, so horny. <laughs> Mia pulls him into the bath, so they're bathing together. 
and we get hints at the prohibited activities uh that they can't do so i guess i can't fuck <laughs> Wink. dang it so we learn that she's in the house for cultural exchange and he manages to slip away by uh lowering the water temperature and she's all cold-blooded and freezes up uh so now we get the uh news report in the background to give us all the uh the background narrative to this while he's cooking breakfast. Uh, basically, there was a monster world and a human world that were separate. Monster world was secret. Uh, but a government bill was passed that uh, the two worlds can interact. Mm-hmm. Have you ever watched season two of Legend of Korra or listened to the Adventure Zone Amnesty? <laughs> it's that. Because... It's that, it's, but ha, much ha. hornier. Sorry. <laughs> much hornier. I don't know. If you've seen that Korra fan art, they're pretty horny. I'm afraid to see this fan art, no. Brendan. <laughs> there is, it can't be worse than the show. Like, this is rule 34. Anyways, so basically, <laughs> uh, uh, humans will sponsor monsters to get, like, cultural exchange. Um, we have a mysterious woman appear while he's cooking breakfast. This is, like, the, uh, handler of basically his, like, guidance counselor. Uh, yeah. <laughs> trying to help out, uh, Mia learn the culture. Uh, she's also super horny for him and being seductive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And talking about how you can't hurt them and you can't fuck them. Because they're representatives to their species, so if you deflower them, that's a big ol' no-no. Damn it! Yeah. You can't can't doink the ambassadors from foreign countries. But, like, come on! (laughs) Why not? We go way back. Uh, (laughs) So, yeah, but that's hard because Mia is so in love with him and wants to Fuck 24-7. Oh, what a pickle. She's just so horny. Oh, too horny for it. Um, so, Mia- Where does he even put it? <laughs> oh. They get into he Let's not it? get into the logistics. I'm sure there's a drawing online for you <laughs> if you want to see it. Um, my favorite I'll part- i it up. My favorite part is that online, there's a Mia body pillow, and it's like 20 feet long. <laughs> It's I'm, just so stupidly checks out. It's it's like, hey, that's dedication. I'll respect that. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, go big or go home. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, this is Agent Smith, and she tries to seduce him, and Mia sees mm. and intervenes, and basically, she's so charmed that uh, uh, main character uh, like accepted her immediately and wasn't freaked out by the monster aspect and is so in love and doesn't care about the anti-fucking laws. <laughs> she just wants to get down with this sweet human. Uh, you can do anything you want to her. have your Sneeple baby. Uh, <laughs> uh, so uh, she tries to fuck him again and wraps him up again, but pops his arm out of his socket and that puts an end to that. Well, <laughs> uh, with, with this scene, she wraps him up, and he's squeezing tightly, you hear, like, the string noise, he's like, ah, it's gonna break, it's gonna break, never specifying what it is, and then you hear just a loud crack, and he screams, and it's like, it broke, and I was like, ah, 
his dick. No, it was a shoulder. They break. <laughs> but they tease that it is a, it might be the boner. Do you get it? He has a dick. <laughs> Do you get it? Uh, uh but yeah, that's <laughs> Also, I I skipped over the opening, which is of course what you would expect. Um Yeah. The song is fine. It's what it needs to be <laughs> to say, "Hey, these are sexy <laughs> monsters." Yeah, no one's downloading that song and like listening to it in their car or anything. Um, but we get we get the showcase of all of the girls, like the harem that's going to be built throughout the show. Yeah, I love a good harem. <laughs> it's, it's a lot of them. I wouldn't say this is a good harem. <laughs> uh, so I think so. <laughs> it's a quality harem. <laughs> I beg to differ. <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, basically, let's talk about what makes a good and bad harem. Let's, oh, that's its own episode. Uh, let's save that for just uh, kidding. Year seventy of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Back in my day, a good harem. No, Grandpa, no. <laughs> Whatever happened to just a plain old woman? Why does she have to have talons? <laughs> uh, anyways. Do the chickens have large talons? <laughs> uh, this There's one a does. Napoleon anyway. Dynamite references. There's a chicken monster girl. So they go on a, a cultural exchange field trip, which <laughs> Mia, of course, insists is their first date. Uh, and yeah. Agent Smith is like, hey, no funny business, don't, 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 don't take her to a seedy motel. Um, so they go out, they go to a restaurant, they play a claw game, they're in a photo booth, quick little montage of the antics of being a monster, a, a snake lady out in the world. Uh, and they see a storefront that says, hey, humans and monster people, all species are welcome here. And they're like, ah, great, finally, some acceptance. But they go in and it's a lingerie store. <laughs> you know that underwear stuff where it's all <laughs> fun? <laughs> uh, Sex. Lacy and sassy. <laughs> So, of course, she's like, hey, I don't wear bras. Help me find a bra. And just flashes him in the store. Because, again, uh, they're in public, so nudity has to happen. Uh, yep. And they go into a dressing room, and she's so horny, and and he ends up <laughs> accidentally stealing her underwear. Oh, and, no. Uh, my favorite of all these shows when... She's so horny for him, but he accidentally touches her underwear, so of course, now he's a perv! <laughs> <laughs> and now she's all embarrassed, despite yeah. trying to fuck him like five times already. <laughs> I want you inside me 24-7, but if you touch my underwear, you are a deviant. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she's a snake lady. Oh, she could, like, probably unhinge the jaw. Like. Nope. Anyway, we <laughs> we're, we're leaving that where that stands. Also, so they go outside the store. Uh, and wait, wait, hold on. I, how does she not wear bras? Her titties are huge. Wouldn't that hurt her back? I, it's in anime. Is she okay? In anime, boobs get their own gravitational field where they just defy physics and don't actually have any like weight to them I guess unless they so. need to. I would love, like, a scientific anime show that breaks down the science of, like, just these absurd, like, 
pervy ass shows and being like trying to ex- trying to justify <laughs> all the body contortion and shit and be like, well, here we got you know, like the way Cabin in the Woods defined like all horror movies. Yeah, we need yeah. one series to be like, yeah. oh, the the titty matrix is on the fritz again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yeah, anyway. they go back outside, uh, we see some ignorant humans harassing her on the street, being like, uh, what a weird snake lady, uh, they're dating? Uh, gross. Ugh. Uh, so Mia goes to hit them, but that will get her deported, so, uh, our hero jumps in the way and takes the hit. And uh, they need to r- run away from the crowd gathering to ogle and uh, take pictures. So, uh, oh, the only option that they have to get to is a seedy motel. That's the place <laughs> Miss Smith said not to go to, though. It's, oh my god, what are the chances? It's specifically a love hotel that they have in Japan, which are solely for fucking. Like, you're not supposed to spend the night in... The, well, you might, but, like... Yeah. That's it, why, in this room... Like, the hour like, rental place. Yeah. And they got all the yes. supplies you need pre-stocked in the rooms and stuff. So, yeah, they go inside, and, of course, she's like, Ooh, what's a condom? Why Why is there so many, like, lubes and sex stuff? And- <laughs> well, real quick, they're in that <laughs> hotel for, like... A minute, and she's already in the shower or like bath or whatever, and like comes out of the bathroom like already changed. It's like we were we were just ducking out here. We weren't gonna spend like an hour here. Like, yeah, we're just waiting for it to die down. <laughs> yeah. Please. So of course she's like, "Hey, you, uh, you, you saved me. You're a, you're a gentleman. Uh, fuck me. So just fuck my brains out. So she lays down naked on the bed, and oh my god, oh weird." <laughs> Um, and then, uh, 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 the SWAT team busts in. Uh, it's the uh, cultural- <laughs> Wait, no, this was- hold on. Hold What's on this? a second. This was actually, like, she had a moment here where she was like, <laughs> everyone thinks I'm scary. Like, I'm not scary. Am I scary to you? Like, she's, like, sad, and it's like, I don't know. Yeah, it it's is- It's not- it's not just her being like, fuck me, daddy. Like, like that. <laughs> it's a brief- <laughs> character development before <laughs> fuck me daddy <laughs> oh my god it's, i'm not scary i'm just horny as fuck like i'll i'll give this show she's it sad, is trying to do more than just be fuck me daddy but <laughs> mm, it's mostly fuck me daddy I just want that clip. I just that Duke and Line just clipped out of context. Uh, <laughs> I, it's mostly fuck me, Daddy. It tries, but mostly fuck me, Daddy. I I await being a ringtone in the near future. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, my grandma's calling. I got to answer this. <laughs> oh, excuse me. It's the hospital again. Uh, so, uh, SWAT team busts in after they have this nice moment. <laughs> Uh, and Miss Meth is like, yeah, what did I you. say? Don't go to the seedy hotel. Oh, you dirty bad boy. Naughty boy. Naughty. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, so they leave this hotel and the people that were harassing them outside found them and are harassing them again, and uh, uh, their main character decides to just punch the dude in the face and lay him out. Uh, 
So hell yeah, uh, he stood up for his lady. Yeah, um, me, you can't fight yeah. them, but humans fight all the time. It's cool. Yeah. Uh, so they're it's fine. They go back to the house. Miss Smith takes care of the whole harasser situation, so no trouble comes of it. And Mia asks why he fought it for her, and he's like, "Yeah, it's you're you're a person too. Let's let's have you be treated with respect." Uh, and they yes, uh, a nice moment. But again, immediately they try to fuck. <laughs> But yeah. Miss Smith wants to stay for dinner. <laughs> oh, so Cock she box. walks in on them naked in the living room. Oh. <laughs> oh, shoot. And that's our episode. And what the hell is up with these end credits? Why are they so <laughs> fucking metal compared to everything else in the show? It's, it's an experience. I, I don't know. I can't justify it. But it's, it's a time and a half, that's for sure. <laughs> Yeah, I'll say. <laughs> I love Cyclops, girl. Oh, um, yeah, we don't really get into it in the episodes we watch, but that's uh, those characters uh, shown in the credits are kind of Miss, Miss Smith's like special ops team of like monster girls. Yeah, so they they get in other episodes. We'll see them, but not not in the three we watched. Yeah, they seemed more tactical squad than dateable girls so i assume there was something <laughs> oh, like that but oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh don't they are still very dateable oh don't, yeah, don't yeah. confuse but, that uh, don't let me get <laughs> too far ahead there's <laughs> they still want to fuck mm-hmm. um okay. i will say at the very very end like at the end of the credits i do like that there was a little like card of like the different species of uh uh lima which are the snake people and there was like uh, one that was more viper, like lizardish. There was one that was like Medusa. There was one that had wings. It was more dragonish. So I do like the scene, like just the variations of like, oh, it's not just one Sneeple. There are different kinds of all these monsters. And sure, we're gonna yeah. fuck them all anyway. <laughs> yeah. What's going on with episode two? This is like Pokemon. <laughs> Gotta fuck them all. It's like Pokemon, but we're trying to fuck them. Oh, um, so it's like Pokemon. <laughs> Oh, God. When you catch a Pokemon, can you fuck it? Um, Have you seen Gardevoir? Monster Mismate, episode two. <laughs> That's what my notes say. Let's yeah. get going. Okay. Um, uh, I watched this episode dubbed because I was like, there's a dub? I mm-hmm. gotta know. Oh, yeah. I watched all three dubbed. Um, I mixed them up. I watched Sub Dub Sub. Yeah. Pulled a Brendan. Um you so, ruined the show uh <laughs> committed crimes uh, against humanity no wink oh yeah because i like this um <laughs> so we open they're doing they're hanging up their laundry on the roof mia and darling which i continue to call him um and she's talking about how she's happy because he stood up for her and then she turns her back and then he gets snatched by a bird creature. Ooh. Whoa. <clears throat> Who could this be? Um, and he like, I guess he faints when she carries him off and he wakes up in a tree. And the bird creature is a cute girl named Poppy. Yeah. Whoa. We didn't see her in the opening She's credits Poppy or anything. Harpy. No, not at all. Absolutely not. Didn't know she was coming. <laughs> she um, will be soon. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> hey, it wasn't, it wasn't me. <sighs> All right. Um, she sees an ice cream truck and she's like, oh, yes. And she grabs his arm 
to take him to it. And then she like lets go of him and she's like, wait, who are you? And then he calls her a bird brain. And I'm like, is that a thing? Yeah. Do birds have short term memories? If she takes three steps, she forgets what's happening. How dumb. (laughs) Yes. Very Uh, much so. Yeah. So he, uh, he gets her some ice cream. They're sitting on a bench and she's talking about how she was supposed to be reading like the, the monster laws, but she couldn't like, she thought it was boring. She couldn't concentrate. So she ran away, but she's using like all the wrong words cause she's a bird brain and she can't remember anything. No. And, um, no. And, uh, she says that her coordinator said that if she ran off again, she'd be incested and deposited. Which oh. is not right. Huh. It's arrested and deported. <laughs> what a silly mistake. And uh Ugh. did the creators of the show know oh, that means gee. something naughty? <laughs> nah, it probably just <laughs> slipped past them. I don't know if deposited was right. I forget what the word was. I think, I think it, think was, it was. But it's not that important. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and he's like, that's bad. And she's like, oh. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> oh well. Um and then she drops her ice cream. Oh, no. Uh-oh. And she, like, gets on the ground and cries about it. And she's like, oh, no, I dropped my ice cream. And then he's like, oh, it's okay. I can share mine with you. And his is only mm-hmm. something that I can assume is a vanilla popsicle. Right. And he stands up and offers it to her. Mm-hmm. And she's on the ground, so he's offering it low. Yeah. And he, um, instead of taking it from him, mm. she just starts sucking on it and Mm -hmm. it it looks like she's sucking his dick in public (laughs) (gasps) scandalous so funny and it's white so it's like all around over her face i'm like and it's Um, ice cream so it has like different layers to it so it looks like a veiny dick (laughs) oh disgusting oh gross oh god because oh, no. it's not just like a solid popsicle and it's like we get the metaphor it's like no you made a dick no, out of ice dick. cream and put it on a stick this my is dude. a creamy popsicle it's a cream stick um yeah Ugh. um a pop for like poppy. people are looking and they're like what is oh, Jesus. <laughs> uh, and they're like what is going on over there my stars my word. and he's like you should stop and she's like, but I can't. I don't have hands. I can't hold on to it. That's why I dropped the ice cream. Uh. Um, and uh, he pulls it out of her mouth. The way he pulls it out of her mouth, it gets all over her face. So it looks like he came all over her face. Whoa. That's the, the joke. I love the comedy. I think this is what I think is so funny, though. No, listen. Yeah. I think, I think this show... This show is obviously so aware of itself, mm-hmm. and it knows that, like, there are certain things it can't do, or, es- or else it will be a hentai. So it's like, let's do just the silliest shit, like have him jack off her tail, and have her eat a popsicle like that in public, and just have him being like, no! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know what so Etchy is, it. right? <laughs> that That's the whole thing? Yes, I know. <laughs> but like, this, I love it. This goes even further. Like they, they found like the very letter of like the standards of practice and like danced right up to it, like as far as they yeah. can get with it. Like in most etchy I've seen, it's like not like this. <laughs> like this is like it's like whoop titty flash. It's like, right on it. the line. This is yeah. This is full full beach scene. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think it's I. I'm just. I think this is funny. <laughs> but like, I feel like also etchy. Most etchies like 
aren't aware of themselves in the way that this show is. Like, Echi is like, let's do this. This is a serious show mm-hmm. with titties. <laughs> with the <laughs> and occasional this is like, this is, this is some bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> this is both like, this is like the one punch man, but of Echi and Harems, where it's like, it is both a satire of it, but also the biggest example of it. Like Honey Pop. Yeah. The dating sim. Um, another trope that I like that they used in this, I think they did it on purpose, that, like, you only hear his name once, if ever, actually. Yeah. And, like, it's mostly a pet name, and he also just has, like, totally undefined features. Mm-hmm. That's a big trope in hentai, mm-hmm. where, self- like, the main guy will, like, have, like, yeah, it'll be, like, you can pretend this is you, because yeah, you never see his face, his eyes are always, like, yeah, whatever. He's a soulless okay. vessel for so, you to put your horny she's energy come on her. into. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So it looks like she's got cum on her, and that's the joke. And she says she's sticky, so she needs to take a bath. And he's like, okay, let's go in the bathroom then. Let's go over there. And then she's like, no, I'll just take a bath right here. And she takes off her clothes and jumps in the fountain. Because she doesn't bird know bath. any better. Yeah, it's a big old bird bath. <laughs> And she uh, drags drags him in with her. And then Mia gets there. And she's like, <laughs> excuse me? <laughs> this and bitch. she fights with Poppy. And and her shirt rips open at some point. I missed how. And just both of their titties are out. Mm-hmm. Just like fully, fully out. Yeah, you know how you accidentally tear a perfect circle for each tit to just flop out of? <laughs> And, like, leave the center yeah. part fully intact. Yeah. You know how you do that accidentally? It happens all the time. All the time. Yeah. Um, oh, what was I going to say? Oh, in the first episode, there were, like, no nipples. Like, every time you saw Mia's titties. But in this one, there were. Uh, and I was like, whoa. The, it, continuity. It keeps <laughs> switching. Because uh, there were definitely nipples in episode one. I can't <laughs> you. Um, oh, but yeah, they, I never saw any. Uh. Oh, then you didn't watch the first scene where the the tail jack off happens. <laughs> um, uh, but they do. I mean, I saw her titties. Yeah, <laughs> but nipples were there too. They keep trying to do the artistic, like, oh, uh, there's a piece of hair covering the nipple. But they do that like every other time. So it's mm-hmm. like, hey, you're showing yeah. nipples half the time. the time. Why are you being coy now? I think. Just show them all the time. It's fine. <laughs> Give it's the like people the... what they want. <laughs> Monster titties. <laughs> uh, I think it's like a PG-13 movie where it's only allowed one F word. So that like they might have like a nipple budget. Where they're like, you're only allowed to show ten nipples. Like, make them count. And they're like, alright, we'll still show the whole tit. But just like cover the nipple somehow. Alright, I want to move on from this. I'm sorry I brought it up because I hate the word nipple. <laughs> I also, uh, I don't know why we just defaulted uh, to tit to be our boob word, but, uh, I know, same. I'm, I, I have I like, like never boobs. said tit outside of recording this episode <laughs> and I don't know why it's happening and I apologize, uh, to society as a whole. Yeah. For this whole episode. Yeah. It's like cursed episode. Anyway. Anyway. So they're fighting and then, and then he's like, no, stop. You guys are drawing a crowd. Stop it. And then they realize that no one's actually looking. And he's he says, why is no one looking at this? Which I think is very funny. <laughs> this is great. This is what you want to see. Um, isn't this what you wanted? <laughs> Are um, you not entertained? And then, uh, no one's looking. 
Because they're all looking up at a girl, a little girl that's stuck in a tree. Oh, no. Oh, no. So Poppy is like, I have wings. I can save her. But she's all wet. So she can't save her because she can't fly. Too heavy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then Mia is like, I can do it. I can do this. So she, uh, she gets a shirt back on, thankfully, <laughs> and she, uh, slithers up the tree and she's like, this is my chance. I'm going to impress my darling. This is it. And she gets up there and she's like, come over here, little girl. And the little girl is like, ah, no. And she gets scared <laughs> and she falls out of the tree. And then, uh, Poppy swoops in and saves her. But her wings are still too heavy or something. So she falls on the protagonist with her whole vagina just in his face. <laughs> yeah. And just all all there. Forget forget boobs to face. That's boring. Outdated. Please, we did <laughs> that keep it fresh. an episode ago. That's old news. We gotta get a new fetish. Put the vagina in the face. Uh, and then... Uh, Mia is, like, sad that Poppy is getting all of the recognition for saving this girl. Because she kind of helped. She got her out of the tree. <laughs> I yeah. scared the child um, into falling almost to her death. <laughs> I helped. <laughs> um, and, like, the little girl's mom is, like, thanking Poppy. And Mia's kind of like, aw. But then there's, like, another sweet little moment of the main character being like, I think you did a good job, Mia. And he, like, gets the leaves out of her hair. Oh. It's sweet. He obviously likes her best. Wow. Um, and then, I don't know. <laughs> uh, she was his first. Uh, I mean, it's, there's there's validity um, to it. Uh, and then a police dude rolls up and he thanks them for helping because he was supposed to help, but a, police are useless. So <laughs> he got there too late. And he's like, hey, you guys are monster girls. Where are your host families? And uh, Mia is like, well, this is my guy. But I don't know about her. <coughs> I'm so sorry. Um, and then uh, he decides in that moment that he's gonna invite Poppy to live with him. And he's like, she belongs to me, officer. And then the policeman is like, can I see her ID? <laughs> and they're all kind of like, oh, <laughs> no. You called my bluff. <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, but luckily... Miss Smith is there with Poppy's ID. Oh. Thank goodness. And then they go back to his house, and it turns out that Miss Smith was taking Poppy to live with him anyway, because uh, she was having trouble housing her because she kept running away from her host family. <laughs> um, and then Poppy drags him off to finish their bath, and Mia is like, oh, don't keep him in there for too long. Make sure he's warm or something like that. And then Miss Smith is like, wow, Mia, you're being, like, surprisingly chill. And she's like, yeah, it's fine. Like, she's just a little kid. Like, it's, no big it's fine. I know he loves me. NBD. Uh, <laughs> and then Miss Smith is like, oh, no, Poppy's your age. Harpies just look small. And she's like, what? <laughs> so she barges into the bathroom. And I also, I don't know why I liked this tactic, where she was just like, Never mind, I'll take the bath with her, it's fine. Instead of, like, it becoming, like, a fight, kind of. Yeah. It was her just being like, alright, get out of here, I'm gonna take the bath with her instead. <laughs> yeah, she just removes Darling from the equation know. entirely. Um, yeah, instead of a cat fight. Mm-hmm. Um, but she does kind of, like, tell her when they're taking a bath together. She's, like, washing her hair, uh, and she's like, he's mine, though. Don't touch him. <laughs> and then Poppy's just kind of like, uh, okay, I don't, I don't know. 
ha ha ha. Um, and then Darling checks in the fridge and it's empty. So the next day he's out grocery shopping and uh, he's on his way home and he rounds the corner and something just comes up and knocks him the fuck down. Whoa. And it's a horse lady. Uh, oh, cool. Centaurs. Oh, centaur. Uh, and she has huge boobs. The, just too big, even. The biggest of Much bitties. bigger than her head. <laughs> Massive. Um, her name is uh, Centaria. Yeah, something But like I didn't that. feel like writing that down in my notes every time, so I just kept calling her capital H horse. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Centaria <laughs> is not the most creative name I've heard. <laughs> yeah, it's also a mouthful. Yeah, I think she she even um, ends up calling, like, telling the main character, like, just call me, uh, was it, Sir, Sarah? Sir, C- Saraya. Saraya. Call yeah. me Bojack. <laughs> her name is Bojack. Her name is Mystery. Um, (laughs) And so she's like, hello, I'm looking for a master. And uh, he calls up Miss Smith because she deals with this stuff. And um, she says that a horse is allowed to be outside by herself (laughs) because she she is searching for her own like host family Mm -hmm. because it's like in the centaur law that you're like supposed to look for your own master. And she's also like, it's my day off, leave me alone. Which is fair. <laughs> Fuck off, I'm not dealing with this. We also get a shot of her in like a sports bra and undies because it's her day off. Mm-hmm. Just thought I'd put that out there. <laughs> she's also a functioning alcoholic. <laughs> Beer cans um, everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so he gets off the phone and she's like, I wonder if the Japanese spell worked. And he's like, what Japanese spell? And she's like, it's said that if you bump into someone, they become your true love. And he's like, that's that only happens in anime. And she's like, maybe I should have done it with toast in my mouth. <laughs> Very self-aware. Uh, we need to uh, officially add saying yeah. this isn't an anime to the anime bingo card. <laughs> <laughs> the meta. Yeah. <laughs> um. Love that. Um, and while they're having this conversation, uh, like a schoolgirl walks by and she's kind of just like zoning out and like watching them. And then a guy rides by on a moped and snatches her purse. Got it. Oh no. Um, and uh, horse <laughs> draws her sword. She's ready to fight. She has a sword in a, in a sheath. Um, and then she's like ready to go after him. And then she's like, ah, but I'm not allowed to do that on my own. I need someone to come with me. Come with me! And then he's like, all right, uh, let me get on your back, I I guess. And she's like, no! (laughs) Only my master can ride me. Mm -hmm. Do you get it? Do you get get it? Do you get it? it? (laughs) (laughs) Um, And uh, he's like, well, then what am I supposed to do? How are we going to catch up with him? And then they do catch up with him, and she's just, like, holding on to him on her side, and he's just, like, flailing around. Um, and then there's a chase scene, and they're chasing the guy on the moped, they're chasing the thief, and they run into a bunch of water bottles, and then the horse girl, her shirt gets wet. What? <laughs> Titties. 
Oh no, they're running through the <laughs> nipple tassel factory. I wonder what will happen next. <laughs> oh no, it was the oh it's goodness. the baby oil parade festival. Oh god. Oh man. Ah, jeez. Too slippery. Ugh. Um and uh the thief like takes an on-ramp onto a highway and he thinks that they lost him. But they didn't, because she jumps down onto the highway. Can you imagine this? You're just, like, on your commute to work, and you just see a horsewoman with a boy just flailing <laughs> around on her back. You're driving your delivery truck, and uh, so Centaur in the transition. <laughs> I'm a plumber. I'm, I'm on my way to lay some pipe. I know. Ah. No. <laughs> oh, gee. Oh, I got interrupted from my own porn parody. <laughs> it's the plumber from Penny and Stocking. <laughs> yes. Uh, um he so he ends up on her back somehow, and the only thing he can hold on to is her titties. Of course. They're the easiest to hold. Brace yourself. Yeah, you know there. how you're like falling and uh naturally the only handhold you have are just two watermelons on the counter. <laughs> You know how that's a good handhold? Yeah. yeah. But, like, especially squishy watermelon. Yeah. Um, I've been talking about this for so long. <laughs> it's, a long um, it's a long part. So long. Um, and then while he's doing that, he, like, loses grip and her shirt comes open, so her boobs are out and they're jumping around because she's running. Um, and then the thief sees her tits and he's like, oh, jeez, and he gets a nosebleed. Ugh. And then he crashes into a paint truck, and then she's distracted, and she runs into a building somehow. I don't know when they got off of the highway <laughs> and back onto the streets, but she runs into a building, um, and she's upset because she's been disrespected, but she still wants to bring the thief to justice, but she can't find her sword. And then the thief is there somehow, and he draws the sword to slash her, but then Darling gets between them, and he's like, this is it for me. My life is flashing before my eyes. And then the screen goes dark, and then it comes back to him on the phone with Miss Smith, and he says, I'm okay. <laughs> the sword is a replica. I'm fine. Great. Great stuff. Good. <laughs> Glad. <laughs> and then he tells Miss Smith about what happened, and she's like, oh no, you didn't ride on her back, did you? And he's like, I mean, I kind of ended up there. And she's like, oh, gee, well, um, in centaur law, that kind of means you're married now. And if you didn't have her permission to do it, that means you, like, violated her. And he's like, what? <laughs> no! And he, like, leaps off of the couch and, like, flies through the air and slams down on his hands and knees. And he's like, I am so sorry. <laughs> Which I also like, because he, like... He doesn't want to be in this situation. He's the animators just keep putting him there. He's a respectful lad. He's not here for the lose. Yeah, nah. He's just like, please. I'm so sorry. I did not mean for this to happen. And she's like, you know, it's okay. Uh, you can call me Soraya. That's what all of my family and friends call me. Um, and I am sorry that my thirst for justice got us in this got us in this situation um and she's like you know that's the first time anyone has like done anything like that for me and i think i really like you and i think i want you to be my master <gasps> is that cool 
And he's like, uh, and then Mia and Poppy barge in and they're like, what are you doing? And then Mia says, how many girlfriends are you going to bring home? And I'm like, at least five. (laughs) At least. We've seen the Um, opening. And then they're eating dinner and there's some like gross, distasteful body shots. (laughs) Like, what else could you expect? Shocking. And then the episode is over. (laughs) Hey, you know how everyone's eating right now? Wouldn't this dinner be better with a panty shot? It's like, no. No, it would not. No, thank you. Wouldn't this dinner be better if you just saw Soraya's boobs and, 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 and Mia's snake ass? Wouldn't you rather be eating something else? Ah, there it is. Ah, yeah. (laughs) Ah, all right. Episode eight. It starts off, uh, I'm just going to keep calling him darling. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. I'm just going to keep calling her horse with a capital H. It's easier than her real name. <laughs> um, so Darling wakes up and the alarm's going off and he goes to hit the alarm and whoop, he grabs the titty. He grabs a whole titty. Oh no. no. But it's horse's titty. And uh, so she's like kind of hovering around him all day being very protective. And he goes in and makes all the girls breakfast. And now we see there's more girls. We got a mermaid. We got a slime girl. We got a spider girl. Slime girl. Slime girl. <laughs> slime girl. We know Dana's waifu. Uh, so no- I love slime girls. <laughs> so as of this episode, now we have six total. We have six monster girls living in this house with Darling. And as uh, Darling is making breakfast, he gets attacked by uh, Rachnira, which is the spider girl. And she's flirting with him and kind of teasing him a bit. And uh, while she's doing that, she's also kind of talking with everyone else, kind of charming everyone, like entertaining Poppy with, um, she like does like cat's cradle stuff with the spider webbing and stuff. And uh, is very charming with the mermaid, who's kind of like a princess and fancy, you know, that trope. And the whole time, Mia is just like very bitter, like, I don't like her, I don't trust her, she's too buddy-buddy with Darling. It's, uh, she's like, what do you think, horse? She's like, no, you can't judge a book by its cover. Uh, you just gotta like be nice. She's part of the family now, but the whole time she's hovering over Darling like all day because she doesn't want Rachnea to get near her. So, uh, and then Darling goes to the bathroom, and uh, as he's going in, he's like, "Hey, horse, chill. Gotta drop a deuce." <laughs> she's like, "Oh God, sorry," and flusters. Uh, and this is when like Mia talks to her, like, "I don't know if I can trust this spider lady." And then they hear a loud bang from the bathroom, and they throw it open, and you see Rachnea tied up Darling, like, in her webbing, kind of, like, bonded. It's like, oh, <laughs> he he walked in on me. Whoops! And they're just like, ah, I'm watching you. I know something's up. Because <laughs> naturally, as a spider, all of the webs need to be uh, used for bondage. Nothing yes, else. She- Absolutely. Well, we girl- see uh, she builds a hammock as well, but mostly bondage. 90% bondage. <laughs> One could argue hammocks are bondage. It's just like relaxation and not sexual. No. Okay. Um, <laughs> hammocks the girls... were the original sex swing. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> True. I don't. I don't think sex in a hammock would work. No, absolutely not. No. You got to try like real hard. You got to be real dedicated. <laughs> the balance it's just, involved. It's terrible. Um, so all the girls are a fetish. Like all of them are a trope. And Rachnea's like the bondage dominatrixy sort of one because she can make her own rope and stuff. So uh, that night, Darling's going to bed. And as he jumps down in bed, it's trouble rolling around. It's kind of sticky. Up, oh, he's in the web. Guess what? He's getting fucked again. Rachnea comes down 
And she web she webbed <laughs> up the door. And she's like, all right, now we got some alone time. And she takes off her top and strips down. And she's just, like, on top of him. It's like, I'm going to fuck you. I'm going to fuck the shit out of you. Also, and, something that makes me so mad about her is, yeah. uh, like, she's sort of centaur-esque uh, with, like... From the waist up, she's human-ish. Yeah. But she still has a full human ass she, on top she of her still spider ass. has a butt! <laughs> that really bothered me, too, actually. It, it doesn't, like, the spider part doesn't connect at her waist. It connects at, like, her knees. Like, so she still has thighs and an ass. And it's just, like, from the knees it's down. The same. It's just dumb as shit. It's the same with Mia. Yeah, she still has Mia, the ass. We don't see it. In the episodes we watched, we, like, don't really see much of her stuff. But, like, she still has a butt. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure when we, like, when he took her panties from her, like, she has a vagina, too. Yeah, yeah. it's like a is, like, weird... How and why? It's sort of mermaid-esque of, like, the legs start, but then just fuse together. So you still mm-hmm. have that little tiny, like gap for a vagina and a butt <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> uh. <laughs> you can't have the t without the a you gotta have the tits and the ass the, <laughs> we the anatomy just in the doesn't universe. make sense in this show <laughs> <laughs> and uh so as right is like getting down on him uh horace just cuts through the door like just slashes it like 10 times and breaks the door open and even darling is like oh I thought that was a fake sword, which shows how powerful her love was. Um, and uh, Horace just picks up <laughs> Darling and runs out with him and jumps through a window and starts running down the street, like, trying to rescue him from Ragnea. And as she's running, uh, Darling's on her back, and she dreams, like, she starts having, like, a daydream, sort of like, like, what if they just ran away together and started a new life with just the two of them? And a close to them, like, dating and then getting married and then a shot of her pregnant, and I'm just like, all right. <laughs> and it's just like, I hated that. <laughs> that was real bad. <laughs> I fucking hated that one. I don't even. <laughs> I don't even want to think about what those babies would be like. It's three quarters human and ha- and a quarter horse. It's just a human with a weird stanky horse just leg. Horse. It's a fawn. <laughs> oh, it's a fawn. I, yeah, I guess it would be. No, fawn. it's a fawn, like Mister Tumnus. I like to think it's a fawn, but with one but with horse. <laughs> I like to think it's a fawn, but with one human leg and one like horse leg. <laughs> He's just a monster. <laughs> Please, I'm split down the middle. <laughs> Kill me. Father. Please. My left half is horse. My right half is human. It does not line up. Oh, no. <laughs> it's an abomination. Um, so while she's running down the street with Darling on her back, everyone's staring, and she's like, they all stare at me because I'm a demi-human and I'm a half creature and they all gaze at me and it's gaze it's a stare we've had to put up with our whole lives and you never quite get used to it meanwhile darling's just kind of like they're staring because your titties are going nuts and like while she's running up and down the street and um as they're running they bump back into uh that obnoxious couple from episode one that were making fun of them and uh now that he's with a horse they're making fun of her like ah look at his girlfriend's a horse now like oh it's crazy he's into this one weird shit it's like, look at this pervert. But now they have, like, a gang with them as well. So they kind of, like, grab uh, Darling and hold him back. And then they hold back Horace's, like, arms. And they're just, like, the main obnoxious guy we saw from before is just straight up like, hey, I'm going to molest your titties. I'm just going to, like, I got my gang here. We're going to hold you down. And it's just like, wow, this this went from just harassment to, like, full-on assault. It's just like, yeesh. Danger. Yeah. 
And um, and so many earlier, like horse dick jokes and stuff. It's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. Um, he must have a huge dick to satisfy her. <laughs> yeah, a lot of that stuff. Uh, uh, Mr. Hands, there's a reference for you if anyone knows that one. Um, and and uh, they were making fun of horse, and she's like, I don't care, just ignore them. Uh, and then they make fun of darling, and she's like, I'm gonna castrate you, and she's like, whoa. So she's clearly very protective. <laughs> and uh, while uh, they're holding her back and about to like uh, assault her, Rachnea just drops down and ties everyone up. And she's like, oh, ho, ho, what do we got here? And she's like, is trying to do the creepy spider thing and threatening everyone. And they're like, you can't hurt us. It's illegal for uh, demi-humans to attack humans. She's like, oh, it's only illegal if I get caught. Like, I can get away with it. I'm real fucking good at this. And she, like, shows her fangs and stuff and scares them all and they all pass out. And So hot. (laughs) If you're into being eaten alive by a big spider lady, here you go. And uh, (laughs) Rekne goes over to Darling and, like, picks him up. And uh, uh, the horse kind of, like, freaks out and runs up alongside of him. And, uh, what, uh, what's going on here? She, like, steals uh, Darling back from her. And it's like, no, I'm rescuing him, sort of. And she's just, like, so protective of him. And Rachne just kind of laughs. She's like, yo, horse? Way too serious. Why the long face? You gotta just, like, relax. Oh. And-, <laughs> 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 and she's like, I'm fine if you don't like me. But at least be honest about it. Stop pretending like you're better than everyone and being like, you know, don't judge a book by its cover. You can judge me and not like me. That's fine. Just be open about it. Like, let's stop pretending like you weren't hovering around Darling all day because of me. And she's like, oh, I guess you're right. Like, maybe you're not so bad. And that's uh, when Ragnea, like, uh, grabs Darling again starts walking away with him, like, back home. And he's kind of tripped over her shoulder or her arm and they're, like, laughing and a uh, horse, like, runs up and is like, ah, maybe you're actually, like, yeah, maybe, maybe I'll still be on guard around you. Especially around Darling and all that. So, they have an... She says, like, I can dislike her, but I can trust her as well. Yeah. So, they can live together. And, uh, they start, uh, walking back home, and Horace says, like, oh, Rachnea, I gotta repay you for saving us. Like, it's my honor, like, I have to pay you back somehow. And Rachnea's like, oh, cool, I got an idea how you can pay me back. And then it, uh, jump cuts to them back at home, and Rachnea just has her tied up in bondage and, like, gagged and stuff, and is like, I'm gonna practice my bondage on a centaur. I don't get to do that a lot. So, that's how she pays her back. <laughs> Bondage. And horses. That's a weird... There's too much... Too many fetishes happening in that one. Everyone everyone is a Scenario. fetish. Everyone represents a fetish in this show. And uh, so then we do like a commercial bumper, and we come back to like part two, and Darling's sick. He's got a cold. And all the girls are worried about him. Oh, no. And Mia's there in, like, a nurse outfit. And she's like, ah, maybe I can nurse you back to health. And, like, he- health and, like, help you out and, like, cater to all your needs and stuff. Maybe I can inject you. Maybe you can inject me. Ha <laughs> ha. And she has, like, a needle and she's stabbing herself in the tit with it. And it's like, what? 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 Why do what? you think this is sexy? <laughs> Why is... What have you been watching? Yeah, I'm just like, what's happening right now? <laughs> and then Miss Smith uh, jumps down and she's like, no, everyone back off. We got quarantine." can't have human diseases going to demi-humans or vice versa so like quarantine no one touch them so it's one of those episodes where they got to be separated and uh miss smith says like i'll take care of them you guys like don't worry about it and then it cuts to miss smith like asleep in the living room just instantly passed out and we get a little cut to uh her team like back in the office saying like ah miss smith just wanted to get out of work like she said she'd take care of them but she actually doesn't care 
She just doesn't want to do all the paperwork she has to do. So the girls are like, great, Smith's out of the equation. Now we can help Darling, but we still can't go in there and risk getting sick. It's like, well, what? who who out of all of us cannot get sick? Maybe they can help. And they look at Sue, the slime girl. Slime girl, slime girl, <laughs> slime girl, slime girl. <laughs> she uh, is resistant to infections for whatever reason. Sure. And Don't you um, know your slime biology? Because she's made of slime. <laughs> My slime ana- anatomy. Slimeology. Slimeology. I, I watched Double Dare. I know Nick. <laughs> Mark Summers did not lead me astray. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, does Mark Summers have a slime girl? Fa- anyway. No, um, he is a, so- <laughs> a noted germaphobe. <gasps> he is, yes. <laughs> he is a germaphobe, yeah. Uh, good eats. And uh, so Horace is like, cool. Um, It's unwrapped. Shit. Thank you. Uh, I used to watch Unwrapped uh, religiously. Oh, it's so good. It's a great show. There's a part of my brain where I'm like, I know that's not right, but I can't can't spend time thinking about it. Instead, I'm spending time talking about it right now. (laughs) Anyway, uh, Horace is like, great. We can send Sue in, and she'll be a nurse by proxy. And we can, like, she's not smart. Like, she's kind of just like the ditzy, like, slime girl. She has no brain. You can see through her. So she's like, we can just teach her what to do and do stuff to her, and then she can just go in that room and do it too, darling. And... Um, that's what, or that was a Miro's idea, the mermaid. She's like, oh, she can be, like, master. And then you see Sue shapeshift into, uh, Darling. And she's got, like, a little antenna. And they're like, oh, shit. I didn't, I didn't know you could do that. That's wild. Fuck, buck wild. And, uh, so they treat all of his, uh, like, ailments. And they come up with different ideas. So Horace is like, oh, you gotta take his temperature. The Japanese way. So she puts her forehead to, uh, Sue's forehead. And just being that close to even someone that looks like Darling, she gets, like, too flustered. And it's like, oh, God, he's got a fever, but now I got a fever because I'm, so, I'm so hot and bothered. Ugh. It's just, it's too much. It's too pure. <laughs> too horny for that forehead. Ah, it's so good. And, uh... Ah, uh, <laughs> Miro's like, oh, mermaids, when they get sick, they uh, sit in, like, a herbal bath. Like, you gotta sit in one of those. And we see, like, Sue running a bath for him. He's like, oh, that's fucking freezing as shit. How long do I have to be there? And Mero's just like, oh, usually like a week or two. She's like, I will die. Not doing that one. And uh, so they're just coming up with different ideas. And, uh, oh, and uh, Sue tries to help him, like, with his breathing. Or no, when she does the forehead uh, thing and puts her head, her head against his forehead, he's like, ooh, it's slime. It's cold. It's refreshing. Like, that's nice. And then she just absorbs his whole head and starts, like, drowning him in her face. So. We've all been there, weird. am I God, right? I wish that were me. <laughs> <laughs> but two opposite responses for that one <laughs> And uh, so Mia's like, no, no, no. Let me let me get hi- give him some of my home cooking. And everyone's like, oh, God, Mia's a terrible cook. And she's like, nah, I made him rice pudding. And they're like, oh, that actually doesn't look that bad. Like, what's in it? And uh, they're like, oh, it's uh, like rice, white chocolate, white garbanzo bean. Like, just literally anything that's white. She just put all white stuff in there. And they're like, you can't just put stuff in there just because it's white. That doesn't make rice pudding. And Mero tries it and gets, like, Little Mermaid flashbacks of, like, death and, like, her body decaying and stuff. <laughs> and it's just like, that's how bad the food is. Like, she, it feels like she's dying. So they're like, I don't know about that. And we see Sue go, uh, Sue go in with the rice pudding and, like, present it to Darling. And he's like, I don't know if Mia cooked it. And she opens it. It's like, oh, it's already gone. What happened? And Sue's like, oh, I ate it on the way in here. He's like, oh. Thank you. I don't <laughs> want to eat best. that. Yeah. Dodge the bullet there. 
so next, uh, Poppy lays on top of Sue, who's like shapeshifting the master, and she's like, "Oh, maybe my feathers will be like nice and soft and warm and help like comfort him, like, and he can relax." So she lays on like Sue as the master, and everyone's just kind of like, "Yo, this is weird. Like, like, no, this isn't okay. This, it looks like you're spooning after sex." She's like, "What? No, that no, that's not what it is." What? No, no, no. no, no. Something that appears yeah. sexual in the show that isn't. Uh, no, no, I can't no. imagine. Uh, so Sue goes in and does that, <laughs> and she just makes like instead of shape shifting into Poppy, like she, we've seen she can do, she just like gives herself wings and like arms, and it's just like the slimy like feather stuff. And he's like horrified, and she's just like muttering stuff, and he's like, "Yeah, no, not not doing that one." Um. But then when Poppy's on top of him, Mia gets jealous just seeing her with someone who looks like Darling. She's like, nah, if you're doing that, I'm going to do it too. And she, of course, strips down completely and starts rubbing up against uh, Sue as Darling. And she's like, oh, he's got a fever, so he's probably sweating. So I got to wipe all the sweat off with my body. So she's just grinding up against him naked. That's not how it works. It's not absorbent. (laughs) Not at all. Especially as a snake. Uh And uh, Horace is like, well, if he's got a fever, you gotta he- you gotta heat the fever out of him. You gotta overheat it. So she just takes Sue and just smashes her in a- her tits. And so you gotta overheat it. And she gets all flustered and freaks out by that again. And uh, they're fighting over different ways, the proper way to treat Darling. And that's when Rachnea Rack- uh, just like, fuck it, I'm done with you. And just wraps everyone up in webs and like hangs them from the ceiling. It's like, we ain't doing this. And uh, she's like, let me do my trick to cure Darling. And when she turns around, Sue's already gone. And this is when Sue ran off to do all the different treatments. And uh, we see Sue uh, rubbing all up against uh, Darling. But now she, like, changed her body so it's more voluptuous like Mia. So she can just mash her tits all over him and stuff. And then she starts fondling him and, like, rubbing all around him. And he gets too too excited. It's too much for him. And he passes out. And when he gets knocked out, uh, Sue just kind of, like touches his head with her like antenna sort of thing and just can read his mind i guess is that a slime thing and why didn't she do that before and we get flashbacks of her like in a little raincoat and like boots and she's out in the rain and the thing we don't know from this episode is she's made of slime so she absorbs water and if she absorbs too much water or if she's around too much water she'll dissolve and like die essentially so it looks like she was out and about in the town and it started raining. So she's kind of trapped there. And we see Darling come running up with an umbrella. He's like, oh, hey, I'm here to get you. I'm here to bring you back home. Here, take my umbrella so you don't get washed away. And when he gives her the umbrella, they're walking back and he starts sneezing. And it's kind of like, oh, that's how he caught the cold. He caught it because he was out rescuing Sue. So, and while she was. How sweet. It's Aww. Darling. And while she's like. Darling. <laughs> <laughs> while she was like reading his mind she like saw the thoughts of like he's thirsty and he's like really hot and he wants to cool down so she's like oh i know a tr- i know a trick to do it and then we see just darling like waking up and he's like "Ooh, this feels nice it feels like refreshing and like feels like my fever's going away what is this thing and boom it's sue's tit she's just matching his her tit in his face and kind of like let this i did not like <laughs> i did not like this. he was like thirsty so like i guess drink it i don't know and uh, it's clearly night now, so hours have passed, and now Darling's, like, healthy again. He's like, haha, I'm all better. And that's when all the girls, like, storm in the room of, like, Darling, we don't care if we get sick. We're going to come in. It's like, oh, you're better. It's like, oh, yeah, Sue, uh, Sue, help me out. And then Sue's there, and she starts, like, talking. 
she's like, oh, yeah, I felt bad because he got sick out rescuing me, so I wanted to make him feel better for, like, doing that to me. And, you know, because I love him. And they're like, whoa, Sue can talk? That's crit. Wait a minute, you say you love him? And they're just like, oh, you son of a bitch. So now we got another competition. Because up to this point, they Sue didn't really talk, and they're just like, ah, she's she's just, like, a friend. And now it's just like, oh, now she's a rival. She's another love rival. And... So when Miss Smith walks in, and she's like, hey, what are you girls doing in here? You're not supposed to be here. And then she sneezes, and it's like, oh, Miss Smith got the cold now. And we see her calling her. Whoa. We see her calling, like, her group of, like, girls. And it's like, hey, can you come over and take care of me? And they're like, no, bitch, you gave us too much work. See you. Point. But, yeah, so, that's, uh. Delightful. Uh, that's Monster Masume, in a nutshell. <sighs> so. Are you satiated, satisfied, indulged? I don't spent? like any of those words in I? this context. <laughs> um, I don't this, know what you're talking about. Uh, this is more fun than I thought it was going to be. Hey! <laughs> I'll there give you, go. you that. <laughs> yeah, those like small things of actually, like, you could tell it's very cheesy, and they didn't try super hard, because <laughs> they didn't need to. They gave you monster titties, and that's what you're there for. But you, you that, know what you're there for. Here it is. Yeah, that little extra effort to be like, hey, they do actually care about each other. It's it's a good family besides everyone wanting to fuck the one guy. <laughs> uh, it mm-hmm. it it's nice. It it uh it is uh exactly what you would think it would be, but uh it's uh not as bad as some of the other stuff we've seen. <laughs> I think we've just set the bar low with some other <laughs> shows we've recently watched. Hmm. So now it doesn't look as bad. Uh, <laughs> it, there is a joy in hitting rock bottom. <laughs> <laughs> it can't get worse than this. Because <laughs> this is this is really just like this is there's this there's a punchline to these jokes. Yeah. <laughs> They're like this is why it's funny, and here here's a break. Here's a little break where they they are shown, like Dugan said, caring about each other and like having a sweet moment with Darling. Mm-hmm. It's not just nonstop. There's, I think there's one episode. But I kind of was expecting it to be, so I'm a little disappointed. You're, you're disappointed that it wasn't nonstop. I, I was expecting, <laughs> I've heard so much about it, I was just expecting it to be so much worse. I enjoyed it, I'm kidding, but like, it, it was it was fun. I mean, it is still, like, a good 70% of just, like, titties and, like, panty shots and all that. So, like, there's a lot. What what were you expecting? That's a Yeah. So. All right. Dude, are we there yet? Would you continue watching this (sighs) show? Uh, Clearly not, but. (laughs) Hey, hey. You said said there was some fun moments. That's more than I was expecting, so I'll count it as a win. You gotta win, like, it or not. Um. Right. So yeah, what's what's going on next week? <laughs> please, please, get a no, like elemental uh, titty monsters. <laughs> well, can we take a titty monster break for a little bit? For for a little while. Uh yeah. Um, I picked something that I've heard a lot of good things about. It's a movie. It's called A Silent Voice. Ooh. Uh, I think it's going to be. Much different than this. I think much different than the last three things we've watched. Hopefully um, no titty monsters. I'm excited to give it a go. Yeah. For good things. I'm excited. And if there's a show you would like us to watch, please send us your suggestions. Uh, you can reach us. Our email is areweberyet at gmail.com. 
Uh, you can also reach out on Twitter and Instagram at Are We There Yet? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Mr. Patrick Dugan. You can find me on Instagram at Queen Period Weeaboo and on Twitter at Queen underscore Weeaboo and Queen underscore Weeaboo Art. You can find me on Twitter at ABTS Brendan. It stands for Almost Better Than Silence, which is a video game podcast I also do. Thank you to Camille Ruley for our artwork, and thank you to Louis Zong for her theme song, Stories Off the Album Beats. You can find all of Louis' music at louisong.bandcamp.com. Thank you, and we hope you'll join us next week as we learn to live with anime. Slime, slime, slime. Spider waifu is the best waifu.